0: This is the Retirement Coffee Talk podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement.
1: And now, founder and CEO of Zinnia Wealth Management, Sharice Rivers, and co-host, Randy Cook. All right, so, Sharice Rivers here with Retirement Coffee Talk, here talking to the, the special special Stephen A. Smith, woo! Great <laughs> TV personality, radio host. Done yes. a lot in your time. Yeah. One thing I've learned about you is that you started from the ground floor yeah. and you worked your way up. Yeah. So you know we we weren't in the NBA, really, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we did some college ball. You know, we we're in the high NFL. Schools, yeah, everything. high schools, right? So you really worked your way up and earned the spot. Um, what you do today, yeah. which is your your specialty, and um, so. I hear a lot of times like, oh, he's very opinionated. I'm like, the opinions are the best. That's the type of people we like. Mm-hmm. So lots of tenacity. So my big question is, who do you get it from? Your mom or your dad?
0: Um, I get it from me, believe do it or you? not. My mother, you know, both of my parents were from the West Indies. And my, my mother was from St. Thomas. My father was from Antigua. Uh, before he was raised in St. Thomas and my mother would see me on TV and she'd like, I I, I, I don't like it. I I did not raise you that way. I don't understand why you have to talk that way. She used to talk about it all the time because my mother was the kind of person that was demonstrative in the home. Mm -hmm. Outside that door, you know, she was as private as they came. She didn't have an opinion about anybody, had nothing to say, uh, very much kept to herself. My father was a bit more extroverted, no doubt. And I I got, I get whatever extroverted elements to my personality I got from him. My knowledge of sports, definitely my passion for sports, definitely from him. But my opinions was basically, uh, it bred from growing up as a part of the television generation, watching too many people on the tube that I felt were not believable. Mm. And you can't tell me you're objective in your opinions. You might be objective in pursuit of the information and the truth. But once you got, you have it, you can't tell me you don't have any opinions about it. And for people to be on the air and not expressing their thoughts and pontificating about whatever it was that they were covering or feeling, I just found hard to believe. And so for me, I was very, very big on making sure that people saw me and knew I meant what I said, I I said what I meant, Mm -hmm. and I went about it that way. And I knew that I had the qualifications to be that way because I didn't just come out of the womb giving my opinion. As a journalist, I had I did numerous internships. I worked as a high school writer. I became a college writer. I became a pro writer. Then I became an NBA general uh, NBA columnist before I became a general sports columnist. And that was before I went into radio and then television. So the only thing I didn't do in this business is write a book, which I'm presently in the process of doing <laughs> nice. in terms of writing my memoir. Everything else, from magazines to newspapers to radio and television and the digital stratosphere, I've worked in all of those industries. Everybody, you know, there's so many people that can say, he's just an opinion, he's running his mouth. And I always say, look at the resume. And I would put my resume in this business up against anybody.
1: Yeah. Well, In you terms mean, of just
0: paying my dues.
1: Right. No, and it's great. And I think that's why people love you so much, honestly. Yeah. So that um, tells talk, talks to me kind of at home a little bit because I always tell my kids, mean what you say, say what you mean, mm-hmm. and do it, right? Yeah. And so I have a 7-year-old and 12-year-old. I know you have, what, 11-year-old and 13-year-old? 13 and 12. How are you coaching them up just to kind of?
0: Well, it's nightmarish. Uh, <laughs> they, they, um, they, they, they run daddy and they know it. Um, It's hard when two beautiful little girls run the show and they know it. It's like, you know, they have to establish their level of importance. Mm -hmm. So if you have an interview or you have a job or you have a meeting or whatever, that's when they call you. They don't wait till you finish. You said, okay, daddy's going to be busy for the next hour or two call me after, and they'll call right in the middle of it. Why? Because they have to establish that they're more important than whatever (laughs) it is I'm doing at that particular moment. So that's who they are. Uh, but it, it 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 works because you know I, I'm I'm the sucker. They are my everything, and um, because they are who they are, they make me better every day. And they you know they teach you what true love is. Because no matter what love we feel we have for our parents, um, our, our, our siblings, friends, family, etc., there is no love like the love you have for a child. No
1: doubt, no doubt. And it
0: just it's just the way it is. Yeah. It's just the way it is.
1: Yeah. Um, we're all here for a killer foundation, mm-hmm. you know. Um, my pops passed away from cancer. Most of us mm-hmm. had family members that passed away. It's like,
0: yeah.
1: you know, one of those things that's just here seems like forever. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to uh, give back to the foundation, yeah. you know, um, is this your first time here? This is my first time. Okay, here. great, great. And yeah. um, you know, you know, any words of advice when it comes to like health and fitness and that kind of stuff when it comes Whoa. to this?
0: The, it's two things. I'll get, uh, you know, I'll go to the mental in a second. Physically, it's just about getting in that gym, putting in that cardio, getting the blood pumping, getting the heart pumping, doing what you can to be in the best condition that you can be. And most of it is diet. Now, that's hypocritical because God knows I need to have a better diet. I just ate a cheeseburger. I had no business eating that cheeseburger. <laughs> it's all about diet. I literally just ate a cheeseburger about two about an hour ago, okay? But... For the most part, I get in my work about five days a week and you try to do what you can to make sure that you had that blood pumping, your heart pumping, and you try to keep yourself in whatever condition that you can. But it's really about the mental as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember I ran across a couple of people recently that were really, really in a lot of pain because one friend had lost his father to cancer, another had lost his mother just like I did. And especially when it comes to men, not to say because I'm not a woman, but obviously they feel a lot of things as well and they would know what they feel and they can articulate that for themselves. But as a guy, especially somebody that's single, I remember I pulled one guy to the side. And there's a lot of things that people don't realize that men go through. Like if you're not married and you had a wonderful mother, There is nobody on the planet Earth that loved you more or loved you better. And so as a result, when you lose her, you don't even think until it actually happens. And then literally you wake up and all of a sudden you're saying the person who loved me most and loved me unconditionally is not here any longer. And the level of emptiness that you feel overwhelms you in a Mm -hmm. way that I can't even describe, to be quite honest with you. And the only thing that got me over it was what my mother said to me in the last month of her life. She looked at me and she said, why are you looking so sad? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she said, would you rather it be the other way around? Because if you love me, you wouldn't wish that on me. Mm. It's supposed to be this way. It's supposed to be. I'm supposed to go first, not you. She said, and that's what I want you to remember. And I cried and I thought about it and I thought about why she said that to me. She didn't just say that because of me. It was a message she wanted me to send to everybody that was going through or would go through mm-hmm. what I was going through with her. And so... I remember one time when I told it to this guy, I had met him. I was literally, um, I had met him another person I had met during the NBA finals. And I had just met the man that day and he was working the cameras while I was doing first take. And I told him that story and he started crying right in front of me and said that I needed to hear that. Because maybe I'll get to a point where it's okay that she's gone. And there's so many people that realize that. See, women do, in my opinion, do such a phenomenal job of taking care of each other emotionally. Oh, yeah. Men, <laughs> we get in our own way. We just stupid. That's is, this is why women should rule the world. He's just, just so much smarter than us. We get in our own way. Our machismo, our bravado, our unwillingness to show our emotion, et cetera, et cetera. But at certain moments, you're not going to be able to help it. And you got to hold on to those words. And those words that my mother gave me has helped every man
1: mm-hmm. that I
0: echoed that to.
1: Oh, yeah. No, because wow.
0: they didn't look at it that way until I said it. And I just have to believe that that was God sending the message through her for me and everybody else in my situation at the time to hear that. Yeah
1: cycle of life. And you know what? She's looking down on you right now and just being like, she's proud of you.
0: Yeah, I hope so. And um,
1: mm-hmm. you have great things ahead of you, yeah. um, no doubt. And I know a lot of people know that about you. Thank you. You know, uh, talking about mom, dad, you know, uh, financial advice. You know, yeah. you've really done well for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're plowing through. You know, what was the best financial advice they ever gave you?
0: Save, 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 and invest. That way, when the ride ends, because it always does, mm-hmm. you will not be bitter.
1: And you listened.
0: That is advice that I received from a gentleman by the name of Sonny Hill, Mm. who now is 85 years old. He's a basketball historian, synonymous with the city of Philadelphia, who the Pump Brothers know, along with anybody who knows anything about basketball. Uh, He was friends with the late, great Wilt Chamberlain, um, Hal Greer, and various others. Elgin Baylor, the list goes on and on. Some of the great basketball dignitaries the world has ever seen. And he's been around, obviously, for quite some time. Uh, But he would tell me that over and over and over again. Because when we're in the working world, the first thing we do is we have our vision and our dreams. The biggest mistake we make is when we feel somebody owes it to us. To capitulate to our wishes and desires and give us what we want. Forgetting that your employer has desires too. And their desires come first Mm -hmm. because you got your hand out for their money. So it would be wise for you to deliver for them what they need before you think about you. It's not to say you don't think about you. You want to get something out of it. You know my mantra, my philosophy. I wake up every day, my number one mission is to make my boss's money. My number two mission is to get some of it. That's my philosophy. But it's not just a philosophy because of dollars and cents. It's a philosophy that I know is fail proof. What boss on the planet Earth is going to have a problem with you prioritizing them and saying you want them to be successful? There is no boss that's going to have a problem with you. Correct. Suddenly that opens the gate because they're going to be willing to listen to whatever suggestions you have because they know you're trying to create a winning proposition for them. Therefore, they're not going to also be offended by you because even though you want some of it, you've made it clear you prioritize their success just as much, if not more, than your own. And as a result, now you, instead of having an employer-employee relationship, you have a partnership because your agendas are aligned.
1: Exactly. And as a
0: result, you've, had, you've captured a champion along the way, in all likelihood, because that individual now supports you because they know how much you support them and the mission and the agenda that they have before you. So when you have that kind of approach, It goes a long way. And then when you take it to another stratosphere with finances, it's like, okay, accumulate the money, but save more than you invest. Why? Because you never know when a rainy day is going to come. You want to make sure that you have some kind of cushion because of the unpredictable, but not so much so that you think you could take them your money to the grave with you and you don't do something for yourself to make you enjoy the fruits of your labor, it's incredibly important that you do that as well. You don't splurge irresponsibly and be excessive because anything in excess is not good. But if you're moderate with it mm-hmm. and you do something for yourself that you normally couldn't do, reminding you of the ladder that you've climbed and the steps that you have taken towards success, then all of a sudden, you'll want more of it. You'll be more inspired to achieve. And in the process, you'll end up saving just even more so because, again, whatever you get, you're remembering to save as well. It's all intertwined and meshed in with one another if you have the right mentality. And that's what I try to do.
1: Right. It's all about the mentality. Woo! You all get that? You bosses, ladies and boss mm-hmm. men out there. Ooh, how to be a better boss. You can't teach that to people, but thanks mm-hmm. for coaching us up because everybody needs to hear that every once in a yeah. while, no doubt. And yeah. uh, save, 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 like we all talk about and invest wisely. Thank you so much for this interview. This has been an honor and uh, a joy. Thank you for the advice. People are uh, listening for it. sure.
0: I appreciate it. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Coffee Talk podcast.